This episode of Pat Novak for Hire is brought to you by the fine folk at Simply Safe. You know, there are bad people out there who really, really like your stuff. So much so that they want to take it and make it their stuff. When this happens, you might want to hire Pat Novak to get it back for you. Only problem, Pat's expensive, is usually busy being framed for murder, and above all else, she's a work of fiction. So your best bet is probably to not get your stuff stolen in the first place. The answer? Home security. Now, old-fashioned security companies charge an arm and a leg to drill holes, hardwire expensive equipment, and basically run amok all over your home. Plus, I'm not sure I like the idea of some greasy parolee with a drill and a workman's crack knowing exactly how my security system works. That's why I only trust Simply Safe, and so should you. Simply Safe is the DIY solution that millions of Americans love. No drilling, no shady installation company, no hassle whatsoever. Just peel and stick, and in a few minutes, your home is secure. That's right, it just takes minutes. So protect your home and protect your family with Simply Safe. All listeners to Pat Novak for Hire receive an instant 15% discount. But only if you mention Pat. And now, the dame you've been waiting for, Pat Novak for Hire. Yeah, I'm Pat Novak for Hire. That's what's painted on the door of my office. Pat Novak for Hire. Now, there are a lot of ways you can earn money in San Francisco, and a few of them are legal. But down on the waterfront, the gig economy is the only economy we got. Officially, I rent small boats to anyone with a strong enough stomach to handle the chop. Unofficially, I do anything else that'll keep the landlord from putting me out on the street. Works out all right, I guess, but still you gotta cover your tail. Unless you like your trouble with a chaser. I found that out Monday night. I closed shop and walked down the street to the high dive bar. It really isn't a bar, just a couple of stools with a bottle opener, and a jukebox full of records that were 20 years old when they put them in 20 years ago. It must have been about 11. I was sitting at one end of the place by myself sorting out mistakes and spinning a half dollar on the bar, so I didn't know exactly when she came in, but she came in. I remember that much. Does it always come up, head? If you're lucky. Who's asking? If you were that lucky, you'd have dollar bills to do that with. Look, I'm low on chatter, lady. How about you make like Haley's Comet and come back in 74 years? I'd rather buy you a drink right now, Miss Novak. I never accept drinks from strangers. Cosby me once, shame on you. Will you buy me one, then? And I'm broke to strangers, sister. Now, if that winds up the conversation, see you never. We'll talk thirsty, then. I went to your office, but a bum out front... Unhoused person. Unhoused bum said you were over here. I want to hire you, Miss Novak. So, you got a name to go with that figure? My name is unimportant. I want you for three hours of work tomorrow afternoon. Can you do it? If I say yes, it might be too tough. There's a flower stand at the corner of Fifth and Howard. I want you to go to that stand tomorrow afternoon at two. Pick up a geranium and bring it to this address. That too tough for you, Patsy? Do I look like I drive for Shrub Hub? You look like you'll do anything for $500. Not anything. But definitely some things. Okay, a lot of things. But that must be one hell of a geranium to warrant this kind of delivery fee. Some people love nature, Miss Novak. What can I tell you? And would you care anyway? No, but I know a guy who likes parrots. Does that help? Uh, no. 
No, it does not. Uh, listen, you just go to the stand and tell them you want the plan and take it straight to the address I gave you. Now, this part is important. Because the first part was so trivial. Important because you can't let the plant out of your hands. For 500 bucks, I'll cuddle a cactus. Okay. I'd better give you the money now. You're eager. Suppose I don't deliver. I found you tonight. I can do it again. But where do I find you? You don't know, Vac. This is the last time you'll see me. So take a good look now. I'm doing that already, and it's a win for me. Now, suppose something goes wrong tomorrow. Then it's very simple, Miss Novak. You won't have to send for flowers. Good night. I watched her as she turned and headed out the door. She was wearing a flower print dress, and as she walked, her rosebud kept grinding up on her tulips. <clears throat> yeah, I know. I just heard it myself. Anyway, she walked with a nice, friendly movement, like a seesaw with hips. As she reached the door, I scooped up the dough before anybody could see it, because at the high dive, everybody gets broke the second they see you got cash. I left a few minutes later, and I went home to bed. I dream real nice on 500 bucks. So I felt good the next afternoon when I woke up and made my way to the corner of 5th and Howard. The flower stand was there all right, but there was something with the clerk that didn't sit well with me. Right away I could tell he didn't know what he was doing. Well, you can say that for a lot of senators, doesn't mean we don't keep electing them. So I let that notion go. And when my phone started flashing 2 o'clock, I entered and walked up to the guy. He was a swarthy man. You know the kind. Just gold chains and chest hair. Smells like shawarma. Looks like he's smoking even when he's not. Can I do something for you? Yeah, give me a geranium plant. What kind of geranium do you want? Geranium. 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 Ugh, a big one, small one, I don't care, it's two o'clock, I'll take that kind. You sure you want geranium? Look, the day's half over. You want to waste the second half talking me out of the damn plant? Here's one you want, then. If you say so. You gonna wrap it? No. It's alright. You carry it like this. Well, I'm gonna look real funny walking around with a handful of geranium. Why do you want one, then? I thought maybe you could tell me. You thought wrong. Just take plant and be happy. Yeah, okay. How much? Nothing. Doesn't cost a thing. Suit yourself, but you won't make much dough that way. I make even less talking to you. Just take plant and be careful delivering it. Oh. How do you know I'll be delivering it to someone? I don't, lady. Do what you want. Deliver it. Keep it. Some people eat them. Others smoke them. Just be careful. And go by. As I was leaving, I watched the guy put the closed sign on the door. Let's see. Free plants and calling it a day after one customer. This fellow was no Dale Carnegie. But not my problem. So I crossed the street and started up toward Union Square. About halfway up the block, I stopped to look in the window of a Starbucks. You know the one. Across the street from the other two Starbucks. Right then, I noticed a guy with a cane for the first time. He was standing near me, looking in the other window. He was a little guy, and kind of wrinkled and bumpy. His skin looked like rotten cauliflower with a side of old mashed potatoes. I started up the street and ducked into a Dunkin' for a cup of joe. That's right, I prefer it to the overpriced Seattle swill, so sue me. He stopped too. That's when I was sure he was following me. When I got to Tehama, I turned left and walked toward 3rd Street. Halfway down is a little alley called Gallagher Lane. It sounds gentle and cute, but so does Klitschko when you say it fast. Klitschko, Klitschko. See? I just started to cross when a black sonata pulled away from the curb and headed straight for me. Some dead relative must have put in a good word for me upstairs. Hey, hey, over here! Pull him over! Oh, over here! Hey, you alright, lady? Yeah, I'll do, I guess. You're lucky you ain't dead. Yeah, 
We're all that way, Junior. Give me a hand, will ya? <clears throat> Thanks. That car can whip it out of there and hit you on purpose. You're lucky you ain't dead, lady. Note to self, play Powerball. I snapped a selfie in front of a license plate. You want me to yeah, drop it to you? Yeah, thanks. You sure you're alright? Yeah, yeah. I'm a slow bleeder. I dropped a plant somewhere around here. Is it this red thing? Yeah, that's it. Thanks. Didn't even hide the plant. That's something, huh? You know, you know when I seen that car coming out of there and hit you? You know what I thought about you? That gal's lucky she's not dead? Yeah, 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 that's what I thought. Well, I looked around, but the little guy with the cane had disappeared. As I crossed Union Square, I kept my eyes peeled, but he was gone. I tried to forget about it, but I couldn't get it out of my mind. Kept showing back up like a bad Tinder date. Why had the guy started to follow me and then stopped so suddenly? And how about that guy in the car? And that $500 geranium? Also, the end of The Sopranos, what was up with that? Well, I hopped a trolley and rode out to the address that the girl gave me. On the way, I looked at the flower. From what I could see, it was just a geranium planted in a little wooden box. Like all the rest of them, it bloomed unevenly with the buds that looked too nervous to come out. Like a Broadway-loving boy with a NASCAR-loving dad. I get to the address, and it was an old flophouse on Folsom. The note I had said, third floor rear. So I went up there and knocked. There was no answer. So I went in expecting to find anything. Anything but what I did find. Hello? Go away. <coughs> Go away. Leave me alone. <coughs> she closed her eyes and stopped talking. She was so sick it showed like a searchlight in a cave. Her complexion was pasty in the color of November sky. She had no expression on her face, just thin lips drawn so tightly the rims were white. No, she wasn't ready to kick it quite yet, but I wouldn't want to be the company that ensures her. She was going to last about as long as a moronic Disney snowman would last in Miami Beach. Who are you? <coughs> Relax. I'm not the welcome angel. I just brought you some flowers. Was this a joke from somebody? I don't know, lady. With me, it's a 50-50 hustle. They're your flowers, so work out the right answer. Just leave the plant and go away. <coughs> Thank you for coming. <coughs> Thank you for your kindness. Um, not sure that's what this was, but you're welcome. That's all she said. And that's all that happened in that little room up on Folsom. When I left there, I took one of those shared e-bikes down to Market Street and had a little dinner. Well, it didn't go right because I kept thinking about this afternoon and last night. Who did she mean by they? And where did all these people fit together? The guy with the cane, the gal that gave me the 500 bucks, and the last dame with the nine toes in the grave. I tried to forget about it, but it wasn't easy. Like trying to cut a mail-order steak with a plastic spoon. After dinner, I went home. It was about 8 o'clock, and when I got to the apartment, it was dark. Before I had a chance to put on the light, I could hear somebody in the bedroom. I walked over to the door, and in the dim light, I could make out something that looked like a walrus in pants. But it turned out worse than that. It was Inspector Hellman from Homicide. Hello, Novak. I just dropped in for a chat. You always chat with your hand in the bureau drawer? Where you been, Novak? What do you care, Hellman? All right, then. I'll tell you where I've been. In a third-floor room out on Folsom. Funny. I left one this afternoon. It's the same one. Your fingerprints are all over the joint. I bet you checked the drawers there, too. What were you doing out there? Delivering flowers. Is that your best try, Novak? It's the best I'm going to do for you. If you don't like it, check with the woman out there. I brought her flowers and left. What woman? The one with the cough. A dark-haired dame with a half-dead look. You're wrong twice. Huh? There's no woman out there. Unless she's tattooed on the guy's chest. And that guy doesn't have a half-dead look. It's better than that. All the way? That's right. He's dead enough to pray for. Will that do? 
Whoa, Nelly! This was certainly turning into a fine predicament for Pat. Well, I guess it's not too good for the anonymous dead guy either. Just in time for this John Doe funeral is our new sponsor. 1-800-Flowers! Funeral, birthday, Valentine's Day, or just an apology to your special lady for something you surely did, there's 1-800-Flowers. You can shop online or just give them a call. No hassle, no expensive delivery charges, just fresh cut flowers delivered at great prices. When you order today, be sure to mention Pat to receive your instant 20% discount on any arrangement you choose. That's the kind of deal you'd kill for. And if you do kill for it, be sure to send condolences by calling 1-800-Flowers. And now, back to Pat Novak for hire. Turns out Hellman had something else up his sleeve besides armpit stench. He flipped on the light and I could see he was real pleased with himself. He was smiling ear to ear like a guy who's just found his partner bidding no Trump with 13 spades. Must have been a short argument, Novak. The coroner says the guy checked out in a hurry. What else does the coroner say? It was good poison. You only buy the best. Don't stub your toe, Hellman. I went up there to deliver a geranium plant. So far, I believe you. You do? Yeah, the guy was poisoned with a spring-loaded needle hidden inside that geranium box. What? Who was he? He didn't say. And there wasn't any identification. Do you want to explain yourself? I don't know, Hellman. When I was there, some ghost woman was dying on the couch inch by inch. It was her room. You better check. We did. Room was rented ten days ago by a man named George Langley. The landlady says there's never been a woman in the room. That's what all the landladies say. Wake up, Hellman. I stood there and watched her shake like a dust mop for ten minutes. You can follow up on her and then check that flower stand on Fifth and Howard. What do I check for? Bull weevils? He's the guy that gave me the geranium. Don't worry. We'll check. And I want you down at headquarters by midnight tonight, Novak. You can talk to yourself till then. After that, you talk to me. I can't wait that long, Hellman. You couldn't find overpriced honey at a farmer's market. I'd hang if I waited for your boys. That's what you're gonna do anyway. And at midnight, you can dangle as high as you want. I don't mind. As long as my feet are close enough to your head for kicking. When Hellman left, I sat down to try to piece things together. I knew everything was there if I could just shove it all into place. It was like trying to finish a jigsaw puzzle with all the pieces face down. I was 500 bucks ahead and one murder wrap behind. I guess it all depends on how you like your fun. 500 bucks is alright, but the pleasure is limited. Like catching porch pirates on your doorbell camera, getting outside just in time to watch them drive away. You caught them. But did you really? Now, if I was going to drag the whole town, I needed help. So I looked up the only honest guy I know, an ex-doctor and boozer by the name of Jocko Madigan. Oh, he's all right for a guy who thinks people with steady hands are just lazy. I finally found him in a little joint on Mason Street. It was high class for the neighborhood. Even the restroom had a very helpful hands-on attendant. At least I think she worked there. I don't know. Anyway, Jocko was down at the end of the bar rolling some olives back and forth like they were dice, and he kept hitting snake eyes. Ah, Patsy! You just in time to help me get off the wagon. A stout glass of Ms. Novak. No, I want to talk to you, Jocko. Ah, Patsy, confidentially... I hate martinis. I just drink them for the vitamins. Everybody should have a few vegetables, and I have chosen olives. Look, I'm in trouble, Jocko. Will you sober up and talk? I could do that easily. I've done it two or three times already today. But I refuse because it's a vulgar display of willpower. Will you just stop, Jocko? What do you know about flowers? I know they're the last thing I'll see before they close the box for good. Why? I'm going to need your help, Jocko. There's a dead guy out on Folsom Street and Hellman's campaigning for me. How do the flowers fit in? A geranium plant. 
The guy was poisoned with a needle in the box. I took the plant up there to a woman. Okay, not the best pickup approach. Why a geranium? It's a mixed-up story. I got hired at the High Dive Bar to pick it up this afternoon at 5th and Howard. I got gumshoot all the way up 5th and hit by a car at Gallagher Lane. You look bent when you walked in. I took the plant out to this address and I gave it to a dying woman. Now she's disappeared. And Hellman's after me for the dead guy on her floor. I need some help, Jocko. I've got to find a way out of this. Well, you passed up a golden opportunity when that car hit you. That's one of the places you come in. Now here's a pic of the license plate. Ignore the duck-faced kid. I want you to hop on that mainframe computer of yours. It's called an iPad? And check the registration. What else? Find out who runs that flower stand at 5th and Howard. When you're done, pop by my place. I'll either be there or I'll leave a message. Where are you going? To find the gal that started me out on this. Patsy, I wish you'd forget about women. And I wish you'd forget about whiskey. Yes, we both have our vices. Except I enjoy one safeguard that you don't. At least I can look at the label and tell how old it is. Good night, lover. Well, I got out of there and I went by the high dive. I asked the owner if he knew the girl in there last night and he said, Don't you know after 45 a man forgets about a woman's face? So I checked that lead off and started on the broad with a cough. I hit all the cab stands out near Folsom Street and I finally found the hack that picked her up. It was about 4 o'clock, he said. She had luggage and rode over to Geneva Avenue in Bayview, but he couldn't remember the address at the Best Rates in Town Motel, so I checked off that one, too. From here on, it was going to be a rough ride. I didn't know where to dig. I might as well have been out looking for a stick with one end, or an Amazon driver who knows what the word fragile means. Well, I could try one more thing, so I went by to search the Folsom Street joint. It was a dirty room, and the geranium hadn't helped. There was a sweet odor and a thick, dusty cloud all over the place. It was like taking a nap in the dustbin of a Dyson. There wasn't anything there that could help. And on my way out, I heard footsteps. I clapped off the light and waited. The door opened slowly. I couldn't see her face, but I knew it was the dame from the high dive. <coughs> oh. Turn on the light and you'll see your friends. Well, Miss Novak. Sit down. Let's talk. In here? Why don't we drop by the locker room at Gold's Gym so we can breathe fresher air? Start with your name. It's Evie. Now say your piece, Miss Novak. I've run out of hundred-dollar bills. Yeah, and I've run out of patience. Who killed the guy? I don't know, Patsy. I can narrow it down to like a million people for you. But after that, you'll have to do your own sorting. The police think I did it. Maybe you did. You look big enough to carry the load. Really? Body shaming now? Who was he? How did you find out he was dead? He's the kind of dog mess you don't even bother wiping from your shoe. The guy's name was Charles Dowd, but don't worry about him. Well, I'm going to worry about him because homicides worried about him. Then worry in a calm way, Patsy. You do it that way and I'll help. (laughs) Sit down. Now look, lady, you better help out or I'll loosen your teeth for you. Ooh, Patsy. You like everything rough, don't you? Who runs that flower stand? Knowing that wouldn't help you. When he gave you that geranium, there was nothing wrong with it. For 500 bucks, there had to be something wrong. It wasn't full of poison. I know what was in there, and it wasn't poison. Somebody made a switch up here. What happened to the girl? I don't know. Relax. You're going to use up all that nice energy, Patsy. Look, sis, you can haul in those long legs and give me some answers. I'm going to haul them in long enough to ask a few questions. My turn now, Patsy. Back over toward the door. You can talk on your way. You look good with a gun. Makes you seem taller. 
You made a deal with George. I want to hear about it, Novak. I don't even know George. If he's got a part in this production, then you cast him. Oh, I'm too old for fairy tales, Patsy. George got to you and found out about that geranium box. It couldn't have happened any other way. Sorry, lady. You got an imagination that takes long lunches and calls in sick every Monday and Friday. Remember, you mean nothing to me, Novak. You're 500 bucks worth of muscle. You're just 500 bucks and I'll spend you fast. Go easy. You're going to break open a seam. I don't know your boy George, and I can forget you too. You can do it while you're talking. I came a long way, Patsy. Too far to toss it over for a mail-order bloodhound. You're just a passing skirt to me, and I'll throw you away faster than a wad of gum. Now's your chance, baby. Come on. <sighs> Let go of me. You're hurting my shoulder. Relax, or you're not going to have one in a minute. Come on, drop it. <sighs> you reach down for that gun, and I'll put you in a box faster than Alibaba ships out $3 iPhones. Or as they're technically, L-phones. All right. Uh, all right. Now let's hear you talk. <clears throat> I would, Patsy. But you're not listening. That's what happens when you don't watch the door. Somebody helps a lead pipe fall in love with the back of your head. I didn't even have a chance to see who hit me. When I woke up, I had company. He was taking a nap, too. Only his was going to last, like, forever. It was a little guy with a cane. He tailed me right to the end. He was lying there with his mouth open, a bunch of pink gums showing as if he was trying to pick up a few bucks with a toothpaste ad. I was still groggy and I couldn't see around the room, but I could hear a slow, steady squeaking sound. I turned my head and Hellman was sitting in a rocking chair. He looked as happy as a choir boy on Christmas Eve. You have a good sleep, Novak? Ugh. I thought you were just in my nightmare, Hellman. So, I guess you ran out of poison, huh? Why does everyone keep dying but you keep living? Who's the guy? I don't know. You looked chummy when I got here. I don't know, Hellman. He followed me all over Fifth Street this afternoon. Check him yourself. I did. There's nothing on him. I'll bet his gold fillings are gone now, too. And your trial run was a guy named Charles Dowd. He was arrested in 2015 on suspicion of espionage. Well, he's in business again. The whole bunch of them are. The kicker has something to do with that geranium plant. What bunch? These dead guys, and a lot of others on the same schedule. It's that geranium plant. It all started at 5th and Howard. You'd better check that flower stand. Don't you ever get tired, Novak. We checked the florist at 5th and Howard. The answer is no. Did you talk to the guy? No, because there is no florist at 5th and Howard. You're crazy, Hellman. I got a geranium plant there this afternoon. There's no flower stand at 5th and Howard. If you got a plant there, it was grown out of a crack in the sidewalk. I left Hellman standing there over the dead man. The little stiff was staring up at Hellman with a dull, bored look, like a middle-aged waitress in a strip club. I was sure now there was something about that geranium I'd missed. If I could find the string and pull it, the whole thing would unravel like a cheap sweater. The questions were piling up, and there was only one answer. Someone got to that box and somehow installed a poison-filled needle. But who? It was close to eleven when I got back to my apartment. Jocko was in the kitchen working on an experiment. Ah, Patsy, I'm drinking to your memory! I'm making up for cheap booze with extra sentiment. What did you find out? You were mixed up. There's no flower stand at Howard and Fifth. Look, I've been through all that once. It was Fifth and Howard. I couldn't have made a mistake that big. Anybody can confuse a street. It can be done easily. I once confused two whole suburbs. I boycotted a bar in Alameda for two months. 
before I found out I was slipped to Mickey and San Carlos. Now look, I know what I did, Jocko. Maybe the flower stand moved, maybe it was never there before, but today it was at 5th and Howard. You got me? Now, how about that license number? Some luck there. The car is registered in the name of George Langley. Who's he? He rented the murder room. He's mixed up in the geranium plant thing. What kind of thing? I don't know. When it left the stand, there was something else in it and not a poison needle. Everyone knew it. The girl and the little guy with the cane, probably the guy that drove that car. They switched plants? No, they... Yeah. Yeah, I guess they could have done that too. Was the man with the cane behind you when you got hit by the car? Yeah, I think he was. He wasn't trying to kill you, Patsy. The car was the diversion. In the confusion, the man with the cane switched the plants on you. Oh, Jocko, you're an angel. I'm going to do something for you someday. You already have. I charge this bottle of Macallan Red to your Instacart. We'll return to Pat Novak for hire in just a moment. But first, let's recap what in the name of Walter Winchell is going on here. Pat was hired by the enigmatic Evie something or other to pick up a plant from a non-existent florist. That plant was switched with another one with a poison needle in it. There's a very sick lady up on Folsom Street, but she's still doing better than the guy on her floor who looked dead even before he was. Then there's Fifth and Howard, Folsom Street, Gallagher Lane, and probably more Frisco Streets than I've missed. But, you know, sometimes you want people to not know your address or even who you are. That's where ExpressVPN comes in. ExpressVPN keeps all your private data private as you browse, stream, and search the entire World Wide Web. No one needs to know you're into undiscovered B-52 B-sides, or that you have a troubling, nearly fanatic obsession with Blake Lively, or even that you've searched for cheap flights to D.C. on January 6th. None of their beeswax! Get ExpressVPN on all your devices for one very low price. And when you mention Pat Novak, you'll get three months to make sure you love it. And you can always bounce that check on month four as long as you're using ExpressVPN. They'll never find you. Guaranteed. Not a guarantee. ExpressVPN, keeping you safe since five minutes from now when you sign up for the three-month free trial. And now, the exciting conclusion of Pat Novak for hire. Yeah, Novak talking. I got news for you. Mine's good, too. That poison needle plant was engineered by the little guy with the cane. We identified him. His fingerprints match a spy named George Langley. Well, it's about time Langley joined the party. There's nothing else on him, except he lived in a place up on Janet Street. I bet that's where the other geranium is, Hellman. You better get up there before they bring down the curtain. Well, you never know how the cards are going to fall, but when it's a wild game like Red Dog, whichever way they fall, it's going to hurt. And the last card is the one that breaks your bank. So when Hellman hung up, I grabbed an Uber and rushed out to Janet Street. It's a little short street, draped down the side of Telegraph Hill like a torn ribbon. When Hellman pulled up at the top of the hill, I met him and we started down to George Langley's address. Hellman opened the front door and as we started into the bedroom, we ran into a traffic jam. Wait, what? Hello, Evie. This is Hellman from Homicide. I don't have time now. That's all you got, baby. Grab her bag there, Hellman. Patsy, you're crazy. Open her bag, Hellman. That's what they're all after. And there's the geranium over by the window. Let's have the bag, lady. You're all too grabby. I take it. Come on, Evie. Who's this guy? A phantom, Hellman. He's the guy that sold me the flower down at that imaginary flower stand. I saw you get mixed up in this, Novak. But this gun says you should give me bag. Go easy. We're going to get in too deep. 
you are in up to your, uh, how you say, nostrils now, baby. The bag, I want a piece of paper. You don't need a gun, Gerard. Up to you, Evie. You double-cross me, and I do all for new set of tricks. That's the way it had to be, Gerard. You can see that. When George cut in, there was nothing else to do. It was high man in, low man out. Would make you out. Give me bag. Stay away from me, Jerry. Give me time. I get far away. I'm going to hang on to it. Stay away, Jerry. Your words are just noise to me. Give me a hand, Patsy. You're going to need more than that, Angel. Help me to the couch. Sure, come on. There you are. Thanks, Patsy. You didn't know me that. I can't take it back now. How's Gerard? He bleeds big. If I wasn't so tired, I'd laugh and laugh. No, I wouldn't do that, Angel. If you do, you're going to be there in time to hear the echo. So what's in the bag? A formula that the Russians will pay millions for. One other thing, Pat. Yeah? One other thing. What did she say? I don't know, Hellman. She took it with her. Where does that leave us? Short one girl. She's in the apartment. Or on her way up. (coughs) Don't look too hard, Miss Nova. How many more are there? She's the headliner, Hellman. How do your friends look, sweetheart? They look the way they should. They watched me get sick. They didn't do anything about it. They sat around, waiting for the last (coughs) ounce of my blood to dry up. You better go with Hellman while you have a chance. Come on, lady. I think they look perfect like this. They let me work for years. (coughs) They let me get this way. Let me sit around, listening to my heart break. As usual, Hellman was confused. He finally got the story off the girl from her hospital bed. All five of them had worked together once, gathering government information. But when the big order came from the Kremlin, Double Cross set in like a pandemic. They were all after that mysterious formula. The dying girl had one half, and the other half was in that geranium plant. It came off the boat and went to that phony flower stand. Evie and Gerard were afraid to deliver it themselves, so they hired me to do it. But the sick girl was in on another frame. She tipped off Langley, and he worked that hit-and-run with Dowd. Only he forgot to tell Dowd about the poison needle. Once Dowd was dead, the girl checked out for Langley's place. Between them, they had the formula, but they got into beef, so she killed him. She came back to plant a phony lead for Evie, and that's how I got sapped. Evie tumbled and headed for Langley's place. When she left, the girl planted Langley next to me in that room, and then went back to watch Evie and Gerard in that overtime match. I guess she was too sick to care one way or the other. Well, Hellman asked only one question. How come five such bad people ever got together in one shuffle? I said, Hellman, I don't know. Except most people are full of a lot of good and a lot of bad. The day we met them, the only thing showing was the bad. Pat Novak for hire. Executive producer, Vin Montello. Produced by David Gottlieb. Directed by Vin Montello. Starring Sieg Hoffman as Pat Novak. Mike Nielsen as Inspector Hellman. Joey Cola as Jocko Madigan, and Lou DiMaggio as Monty Davenport, guest starring Loretta Fox, Billy Garen, and Marcy Mayer. And who am I, you ask? 
I'm your ever stalwart announcer, Monty Davenport. Yes, 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 that Monty Davenport. Anyway, be sure to like and subscribe. And while you're at it, how about writing a nice five-star review to show the world what they're missing when they miss the latest episode of Pat Novak for Hire. And remember, all ads in this episode are for demonstration purposes only. None of these promo codes actually work. We're trying to demonstrate how this show will look in the future. That it? Are we out? Good. That ought to hold those little <laughs> Hey, why is that red light still on?